So there could be this objection. What type of society are we creating if we allow for people to be insulted and we ask them to not respond on their own behalf? What type of equilibrium does that set up or imbalance does that set up when people are expected to just tolerate those things? The answer to that is that Allah tasks us with responding on behalf of other people. Now on a spiritual level, the same person who is supposed to have the humility and self-control to where they can tolerate insults and tolerate you know, bad behavior and bad character towards themselves is supposed to draw from a great sense of ghira and honor for their brother or sister, especially in their absence to where they don't tolerate their brother or sister being spoken about in a certain way. And what that does is it creates a culture to where bad behavior, bad character is not acceptable in whatever, whatever forum uh, we're speaking about because someone's going to check that person when they start to act in that way without that person having to respond for themselves as they're trying to achieve a different spiritual station with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's some beautiful hadith in here and then some scary ones because you realize you could be on the other side of this sometimes. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, whoever defends their brother or sister in their absence, that Allah would remove the, the fire from that person's face on the day of judgment. So that person's face would be protected from the fire, just as they protected their brother or sister's face from humiliation in this life, right? So that person who guards that honor, Allah will guard their face. And there's a, an analogy frequently drawn between face and reputation throughout the Quran and throughout the Sunnah of the Prophet So take it upon yourself that when someone is being spoken about, whether it's in a WhatsApp group or in Facebook or Twitter or whatever you know medium you're using or in person, that you're gonna be the one to say, listen, it's not okay. Let's not talk about this brother or sister this way and defend your brother or sister. And that is a means by which Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala would protect your face on the day of judgment. But there's one that involves the angels that's very special to me. It's also an authentic hadith, the Prophet he said that whoever defends his brother or sister in their absence when they are being insulted, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will appoint an angel that would defend their flesh on the day of judgment over the bridge. So over the sirat, there would be an angel that would protect you from the fire touching you in any way whatsoever. But the flip side of that, the Prophet said, and whoever disgraces his brother or sister will be suspended over the sirat, suspended over the bridge over hellfire on the day of judgment until they are interrogated for what they have done. SubhanAllah. So think about this. On one hand, you've got someone who defended their brother or sister and so an angel on the day of judgment would sit, would stand there and protect you from the fire touching any of your flesh as you protected any of your brother or sister's honor from being touched in this life. On the other hand, if you're the person who has disgraced someone or who has taunted someone or who has slandered someone, you're suspended over the bridge of hellfire on the day of judgment until revenge is taken for what you have said or what you have committed against your brother or your sister. Now, what's the connection to the angels also here? The hadith that we mentioned prior to this with Abu Bakr and the Prophet an angel responded on behalf of the one that was being insulted. So essentially, when we respond on behalf of our brother or sister so that they don't have to respond for themselves, we basically are playing the role of the malak, playing the role of the angel. So how beautiful is it that we start to be angelic in character the way we seek to be angelic with our worship?